0: How is everybody doing? Welcome to the second episode of the resurgence of the Throw It Deep podcast. I'm Michael Brawner. My co-host is Owen McEnroe. You can find us on always on WNSP now, the Throw It Deep podcast. And so we're sitting here, what is it, March 13th, 14th, free agency has just started. It's Monday, I believe it's the 13th. March 13th. Yeah, so all right, so we got that down. It's March 13th. It's the first day of legal tampering. So there's been a lot of uh free agency moves today. It's kind of been a crazy day on Twitter as the start of free agency always is. But uh since the last time we recorded, there's been a there's been a move at the top of the draft, Carolina. Has traded up from the ninth overall pick to the first overall pick with the Chicago Bears. I'll get before we get into our analysis of it. Let me give you a recap of the haul that the Chicago Bears got for it. Obviously, they get the ninth overall pick in exchange. So, you, know, you know, that part of that pick swap that you don't even count that as the Bears getting a first rounder in return. That's just what they get for moving down eight spots. So the final haul there a 2024, so next year's first-round pick, this year's second-round pick, the following year's second-round pick, so really a first and two seconds, and then DJ Moore, uh, star receiver for the Panthers, who is under contract until 2025, and kind of at a reasonable rate for a guy who's produced at, the, at uh, how DJ Moore has.
1: Certainly. Um, I would say my initial reaction to this is that the, uh, the Bears won this trade, um, it's definitely a lot of value to only drop eight spots. Um, you're getting, uh, as you said, like uh, two second round picks and an additional first round pick and, and you get uh, Justin Fields, some receiving help in DJ Moore.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of things the bears could have done with this number one overall pick. A lot of people aren't very sold on Justin Fields. I think you're one of those people, which is fine. I I, I think, This is just so interesting because there are so many angles here. Personally, I'm not very sold on Justin Fields either. I think he has a lot to prove. But the Bears – let's face it, the Bears have been one of the worst teams in football over the last two years that Justin Fields has been the quarterback for the Bears. Uh, They haven't had – given him any help uh, blocking-wise. They haven't had any premier receivers. I mean, Darnell Mooney really uh, for the Bears.
1: The health is a concern with him, but he's certainly talented.
0: I'm not – I mean, I'm not – it's like the Patriots. There's there's no wide receiver one there. Uh DJ Moore gives you a legitimate bona fide. The guy's twenty-five years old and has been quietly a top 10 receiver in the NFL for a couple of years now I think ever, everyone was like oh like they didn't get enough of a haul there but DJ Moore is a premier NFL receiver he's absolutely a wide receiver one for the
1: Bears correct and as you said under contract through 2025 which is yeah it,
0: the the cap hits there are I believe 19 million 15 million and 14.8 million uh which 19 sounds way. like a big number. No, I mean that's that's wide it's receiver one money. And honestly, after this year, it's not even wide receiver one money. That, that's a bargain for for a top receiver.
1: I agree. I agree. Um it is it, as you said about Justin Fields, it's it's probably do or die now for him. Um obviously he showed the flashes with his legs. He's definitely like an unbelievable runner. Um, but there was uh he was pretty like historically bad as a passer last year. There's no other way to sugarcoat it.
0: Yeah, I I I would agree that it's definitely do or die for him. Uh, the Bears are putting themselves in an interesting spot here because a lot of people, and I don't want to get too far into next year's quarterback class, but a lot of people rate the two quarterbacks at the top of this of next year's board. uh That being Caleb Williams from UNC and or Caleb Williams from USC and Drake May from UNC uh, as they would be the top two guys in this year's draft. Drake May, I'm not so sure about that, but Caleb Williams is. Phenomenal. Uh, He is whether he he'll be better than Bryce Young. Say, I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, But Caleb Williams is phenomenal. So I, this gives you the ammunition. If Justin Fields is potentially bad to move up next year, it it just, it's, it's so flexible for the bears. They have so many options here.
1: I originally thought the bears should have taken a quarterback with this first overall pick and kind of reset that uh, rookie uh, rookie deal clock on them as like kind of fit their timeline of a rebuild um but this this deal allows them to if if fields is not that guy it allows them to uh simply be bad if he's not the guy and uh trade up a little bit to draft the guy next year because they certainly have the draft capital to do that
0: yeah and so i'm sure ryan poles has that in mind when when he makes a deal like this it's like all right like if it doesn't work here we've gotten Fields some help if it doesn't work out Uh, Then then we just go get a new guy next year. It's like if you're the Bears, I understand that Will Anderson is a can't miss prospect. Jalen Carter is as well. I don't know what his uh, legal situation is going to play out as we haven't really gotten into that. And I don't really want to get into it. Uh, but that being said, I, I, he is a premier talent who's probably going top five at the absolute worst, e- uh, assuming that he is able to be drafted. Uh, so, yeah, if you're the Bears, could you have hung in there at one and been happy with a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter? Absolutely. But at the same time, you're collecting assets. You're giving the quarterback that you traded up for two years ago. I keep in mind the, and I, I don't have the terms of what the Giants Bears trade was in front of me right this second. I probably should. But this is a guy you traded up for two years ago. I you and you haven't done
1: anything. It was tenth. It was fifteenth to tenth, I believe. Yeah. I mean,
0: so it, I mean, that's that's no a little
1: different, but yeah, yeah.
0: It's not obviously it's not the same thing, but this is a guy that you put draft capital into in terms of all right, let's go get this guy. Let's trade up for him. So like, why would you not at least find out what you have before just say? I, I think in today's NFL and just in general, we're so quick to say all right, on to the next guy. This guy's not working out. And I, I respect Ryan Poles uh, saying, you know what, we're going to at least find out what we have. He's shown a lot with his legs. You are correct. He hasn't shown a whole lot with his arm, but he hasn't had the pass catchers to do it. And the offense, he hasn't had good protection either. So, and I understand he takes a lot of sacks and we'll probably get into this. Uh, are sacks a quarterback stat? Are they are they a stat on the offensive line? I fall under the category of it's probably about 50-50. Um, I understand Mahomes does not- I I, people
1: no. I,
0: I, I, and that it's an interesting analytical narrative, as I said in the first episode. Owen's a bit more analytical than I am, but this all, this all being said, I, Justin field has not been helped, it, it is my point. Sure. The Bears have been the worst, like, probably the worst team in the league over the last two years. And yes, do, would good quarterback play elevate them? Yes, but at a certain point, unless it's Patrick Mahomes. Like what what do you what do you want the guy to do?
1: I agree. He's got I mean it's he's got the he's got the weapons now. I guess we'll see. There's no excuse now. There's no excuse. It's do or die for Justin Fields. So I I
0: don't know, If you were to make a prediction how this is gonna work out uh for the Bears, do you think do you think the Bears end up drafting a quarterback at the top of next year's draft?
1: Honestly, I, I do. I, I think I think this will not but I, I've been wrong before and uh he's certainly shown a lot with his legs, but I, I really I saw little to nothing. Um you saw I don't even think you saw flashes. You saw like I could count on my one hand how many nice throws he's had, but like beyond that it's I, I, I think I think they'll be looking at uh trading up for uh Caleb Williams next year. And again I've been wrong before and like now he's got I, I, some I,
0: I think part of that is to say Caleb Williams is really, 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 really good. Uh, I don't want to minimize that part of the narrative. That is Caleb, like, what are the chances Caleb Williams is better than Justin Fields? Probably pretty high. Uh, Caleb Williams is is going to be a star in the NFL. That is almost a foregone conclusion, at least in my mind. Uh, Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy you know, the painted nails and, and, uh, and, and whatnot. I've never been a big fan of USC, but you can't, you can't deny. Uh, he, he, he's a phenomenal talent. He has a huge arm. He's accurate. Uh, he's he's pretty much everything you want in a quarterback prospect. So, K Like, is, is he going to be better than Justin Fields? Probably. Uh, but again, you traded up for the guy two years ago. Find out what you have before uh, before just moving on so quickly. And if what you find out is not good, okay, well, then you move on next year. And, again, Drake May is really good, too, for UNC. And I, I know that he's definitely a notch below Caleb Williams. I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, too. So, I, and I hate to just make this deal about, oh, like, they're getting a quarterback next year. Because you, you do have to give Justin Fields a chance here. There, it sounds like the Bears go out today. And uh get Tremaine Edmonds on defense. They sign a you know, they sign middle linebacker to a big contract and give him a lot of guaranteed money from Buffalo, week in Buffalo, also, which is nice. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think the Bears should be significantly better in an NFC North that's gonna be ripe for the taking this year.
1: I think it um I think it's also notable that um the uh, guys that drafted Fields, this is uh Ryan Pace's uh front office, not uh, Ryan Poles.
0: Fair enough. That uh, honestly. Yeah.
1: They are giving him one more
0: shot. That is a uh that's a good that's a that's a good point. That that is a really good point because there there is such a uh you know a my guy type type uh type Incredible. of thing in the NFL, like oh like you know, Fields wasn't my guy, like we gotta go get an so that that certainly is something to be considered.
1: another, uh, another angle that I wanted to ask you about. Um now, do you think uh, from obviously the, the other tra- the other team side of you here, the Panthers? Um, do you think they know who they're taking one? They must, right, to make this kind of a trade up. Like they've got to have zoned in on one guy. You know? Like, yeah, that,
0: that, that's an interesting question. That that really markets has-
1: say it's C.J. Stroud. So it, I,
0: it, it, it opens the scope to just NFL scouting departments in general. I mean, obviously the Panthers need a quarterback, uh, Sam Darnold, by the way, signed with the 49ers today on a one-year deal. We'll, I guess, touch on that a little bit later. Uh, but it, it's an interesting question you ask there because like, I, I should hope I, I should hope to have a guy they like. I mean, we've been through the combine now, uh, Bryce Young didn't throw at the combine. He's going to wait to throw it his pro day, whether that's because, uh, his shoulder injury from this season is still nagging him. I don't know. Uh, or just, you know, it's not the most uncommon thing for a quarterback not to throw at the combine. Uh, we see it all the time with position players. Choose not to work out. Guys, certain guys don't run the 40. I, I don't know. As as for why that is, I, I couldn't really tell you. But uh, obviously, Anthony Richardson did what Anthony Richardson did and threw the ball far and made some jaws drop. Uh, two,
1: yeah. That pro day, you know, that's why Zach Wilson went second overall the 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 big
0: roll out throw uh yeah so <laughs> you know it's funny i think uh what's his name Jaron hall is the other byu quarterback he was at the senior bowl in mobile uh he he there was a twitter clip of him pretty much making the exact same throw and, and i think like at nfl scout or whoever posted it on twitter and was like this throw from byu quarterback jaron hall like where's he going in the draft and ever all the replies were like oh they're really trying to fool us again uh but anyway I, yeah i mean your, your original question like they definitely have a guy they like uh the you don't make a move like that if you don't at least have a guy you like now who that who said guy is going to throw to is another question uh because if you look at the the panthers receivers uh it's kind of a mess i would once you get rid of dj Moore, Terrace marshall is your number one at this
1: point You don't have that second round pick to draft him a receiver that's going yeah
0: i mean i i I would think you figure you just figure it out maybe maybe you give jacoby myers a bag i don't know uh but i I don't know what you do at, at the receiver position i would think in all likelihood, they probably really like CJ Stroud. I'm not buying the Anthony Richardson stuff. I don't think you need to make a move to not from nine to one to trade up for Anthony Richardson. I think if it, if Anthony Richardson is your guy, I think you would let things play out on draft night and maybe make a move up to five if Young and Stroud are both off the board at one and two or wherever, wherever however the draft plays out. I think you make the move on draft night. I don't think you make the move up to one for Anthony Richardson. I think it'd be very foolish to make the move up to one for Anthony Richardson. I, as, as we'll get into probably in April, I'm not a fan of Anthony Richardson, neither Florida fans are not a fan of Anthony Richardson, but Ooh, big arm can run. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later on. But that all being said, I, CJ Stroud by all accounts had like one of the best throw. And again, I'm I don't, I'm not a scout. I don't claim to be a scout. I don't know what I'm looking at, but by all accounts at the combine, CJ Stroud had one of the best quote unquote throwing workouts like ever at the combine. What that, I
1: didn't actually see that.
0: Whatever that like, take that with a grain of salt, whatever that means. I don't like, does that even mean anything? Probably not. But you know, if you're a team like the Panthers, and are infatuated with, I mean, this is a move you make after the combine because you're impressed with the guy's workout and you love him in the interview process. I mean, the interview process is probably just as important. Uh, honestly, the interview process at the combine I'm going to contend is a lot more important than the workouts because I mean, they're watching hours and hours and hours of film in game on these guys like you what you have to see them work out in shorts and a t-shirt in person to to see something that's not there and hours and hours of game film so i i don't really buy that i think talking to them in person in the interview process is more what sells you on a prospect at the combine but i don't know you'd have
1: to ask as I to, I yeah, would yeah. put staff on that i think it's more the game film than i i mean i i know the pro day is like I agree with you. Is kind of whatever, but I also think the interview is a little bit of an overrated process. Um, you hear a lot of stories of guys saying that they think an interview didn't go well, and they end up team trades up to get them, and they end up being a legend. I don't know.
0: Well, I think there's there's a a aspect of gamesmanship with that, and that teams don't want to tip their hand and, and and whatever. I'm just saying, in terms of like the interview process is an opportunity at the combine for teams to see something that isn't on tape with a prospect because football wise everything is on tape when you're looking at a quarterback i mean they they, they unless they've came in for one game like unless it was a Cardell Jones situation at Ohio State where he came in just for the college football playoff or something like that. Uh I you know, there there's plenty of tape on the guy. That's that's my my bigger point. But anyway, yeah, if you're the Panthers, I, I if I'm sitting here on March thirteenth, twenty twenty three, probably what are we, a month and a half out from the draft, I'm gonna guess it's CJ Stroud.
1: Um the betting market suggests that's what uh,
0: the betting market suggests uh you know why you wouldn't take Bryce Young over CJ Stroud is uh is a different discussion we'll get into that later on but CJ Stroud's a good prospect he's he's a uh he's a thick-bodied kid he's not gonna just get he's he's not gonna break on he's got a big big strong arm he's a little bit mobile so I mean he's a good quarterback but Ohio State quarterbacks the history history does not bode well for them but Again, CJ Stroud, I you think it's probably say, you
1: yeah. say it bodes well for Alabama quarterbacks.
0: I would say there are three starting Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL right now.
1: Well, there are. One, 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 I don't know if one played there.
0: We are, uh, we, we are not getting into a Jalen hurts. OU versus Alabama debate on this show. I'm just going to shut down. I'm going to shut down that conversation before it even starts.
1: So we'll,
0: we'll move on from there. Uh, so. One
1: more more angle on this trade. Um, although we, we do, I, I think you seem to agree with me that the, uh, the bears seem to have gotten a lot of value out of this trade. Yeah. Um, it's all if, if the Panthers get their guy and he ends up being a, a French legitimate franchise quarterback, then that's this is it's all worth it and more, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, if, I, 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 of course, I, if you're the, I mean, I'm definitely not sitting here saying the Panthers made a bad deal. This is a rare situation where it could work out for both sides. Now, if Justin Fields is bad, well, that does that's not great. Uh that being said, I think the Bears trade up for a guy next year and just now have the picks to do it. So it could end up being a win-win for both sides. It could end up being a win for the Panthers. It could end up I'll tell you what. If the Panthers take Anthony Richardson first overall, the Bears won the trade. I'll tell you that. I'll say that on April 23rd on draft night. Wow, the Bears fleece the Panthers if they go and take Anthony Richardson first overall. Uh, I will confidently say that and 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 proclaim it on this show that week and I will I will I will risk my entire reputation on that take, but we'll we'll circle back on that. Okay. Anyway, uh, so as we sit here on Monday, March 13th, it's see, I mean Trey Wingo reported today that the Aaron Rodgers deal to the Jets was done. Uh and then Ian Rappaport, I, I love the I love like the the media wars, you know, when when insiders like just Pretty much yeah. tell each other they're wrong. Uh, so Rappaport pretty much told what it said Trey Wingo is you know nothing has happened yet on the Aaron Rodgers front. So and that was five hours ago. Again, we're recording this at like eight o'clock at night. Uh, that was like five hours ago, and nothing has happened. Uh, okay. I think I think Rodgers is going to be on McAfee like what is it tomorrow or maybe Wednesday. Strike it-
1: I knew it was this week. I'm not. I'm-
0: Honestly, I don't watch McAfee. I just know that like Rogers co- goes on all the time, and uh, he likes to break his own news. He, Rogers is a weirdo. I'm sick of him. Uh, but I'll be really sick of him if he ends up. If this does end up happening, uh, it seems like this is a, moving in one of two directions. Either Aaron Rodgers retires or Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. Seems like the writing is on the wall. He's not going to be back in Green Bay. That's almost a foregone conclusion at this point. Uh, what's really annoying, uh, and if you're a Jets fan, you probably feel the opposite, uh, it seems like the haul for Rodgers is not going to be a lot. Like, people were saying, like, oh, like what, what if-
1: makes you say that? I'm a little – I because I – I, I I don't I don't know I, I
0: can't I don't have whatever tweet I saw in front. It, there was some legitimate report that was saying it might not even cost a first rounder. Like it might only take a sec, It might only take a second rounder. Like anyone who said like it's going to cost Sauce Gardner or Garrett will like that's not going to happen. Uh, and if the Packers are demanding like it, it won't happen. Sauce Sauce Gardner, I will. Again, I'll I'll say this a lot on the show. I'll stake my entire reputation. Sauce Gardner is not going to be traded for Aaron Rodgers. That would be so hilariously foolish if they did that. Yeah. uh You know, so we'll we'll monitor the Rodgers situation. Yeah. I would guess it's very possible by the time the show comes out on Wednesday. uh We're recording it on Monday. That Aaron Rodgers could be a Jet. uh We'll see what
1: happens. In, in this pass. case, they they got their guy. They went all in on Rodgers. Um, they let. Uh... Derek Carr kind of walk over to uh, New Orleans um, and they, uh, I don't know, this is, this is a guy who did not have a great year last year but he's also the uh, winner of two of the last three MVP awards so um, I personally, I don't, I don't think he's washed, I fully expect him to have a bounce back year with a um, I would argue a better um, all around roster, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball, but even on offense uh, you've got young talented guys like uh, Garrett Wilson and Brees uh, Hall on um, an improving line. You've got Mackay Beckton coming back. I think he could have a big year. Um, I think it's I think it's an upgrade, and I think I think Hill's performance will reflect that.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Jets are better than 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 what the Packers were last year. I think you'd be hard pressed to argue anything else. Uh, I mean that's won
1: seven games with uh the uh worst quarterback production in the NFL by a significant margin. I would say. You had three average games from Mike White, and that was cause to celebrate.
0: Yeah, you were all in on Mike White.
1: Yeah, it's a celebration from somebody like me. Um, But in in all honesty, it was nothing. uh
0: Mike I mean, White, you know, by the way, now am a
1: dolphin coming
0: from coming yeah. from Tua's starting
1: job. Exactly. Yeah, Tua will be on the bench by week five.
0: <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> we will see what happens there it is a, in all seriousness it is a nice insurance policy for for the Dolphins I think that Mike White is definitely probably better than Teddy Bridgewater definitely better than Skylar Thompson uh so
1: Especially yeah. considering uh to his injury history Hopefully yeah
0: so, I mean that's that that's a good situation for Mike White to land in you're the backup quarterback in, in Miami Florida and... and no
1: state tax
0: no state tax. If if Tua happens to get hurt, you get to throw to Tyreek and Waddle. It, it's a pretty it's a pretty sweet deal for Mike White. Good place to be. Yeah, I think he's getting like six million a year too. so like, it's a good day to be Mike White today. But anyway, uh, Austin Eckler requests the trade today or permission to seek a trade, whatever the difference is. Uh, that's that's another big headline of the day. So again, I think you know we covered this, but it kind of just speaks to the evolving mindset from nfl gms that uh, austin Eckler is not going to get a
1: huge contract well i
0: mean he might from someone who trades for him but he's not going to get it from from the uh
1: chargers brandon staley and the chargers are too smart to pay a running back big money Stop yeah.
0: Running. Brandon Staley who blew a 27 point lead and also coached his team out of the playoffs last season is just way too smart to pay a running back big money. It, it is a good move to not pay a running back big money, but I yeah, don't do you, Have, have
1: you seen money. the, uh, it's like a little, it's like a, it's like a tweet that's like it's tw- tweeted out every year, but it's, it's the um, it's like the leading rusher of the Super Bowl winning team. Yes.
0: Yes. We talked about this on, on the final yes. drive last week. I, I you yeah, know, it's,
1: it's uh you'd be, you'd be surprised. It's really, these. I, I, guys I wouldn't
0: like Garrett Blunt has been the leading rusher like four times. Cause, yeah. cause this time in New He's England, like, teams
1: that win the Super Bowl are not paying their running backs a lot of money.
0: So. I, believe me, you're not getting any pushback from me on the okay. don't pay running backs. Big, big, money. I, I keep in mind, I've rooted, I've rooted for the Patriots for 22 years. Tell me the last time Bill Belichick has handed a running back, big money. You draft a guy every year. Uh, Definitely. anyway, uh, we'll we'll cover Eckler news more when when there's actually news to cover, just at least worth mentioning. Uh, Duron Payne was the kind of the first big contract handed out. I believe he got four years, ninety million from the Washington Commanders. Uh, you know, he's a young interior defensive tackle. Gets gets paid. Roll tied to that.
1: great player. Yeah, and a and a Bama kid. That's right. Yeah, I, you know, I had to I had to mix that in. So
0: all right, so we'll we'll. We'll get to where where uh, where you might take off here, uh, Daniel Jones. Since we last recorded, we speculated that it was going to happen, and, and it finally it did happen. Daniel Jones got four years, one hundred sixty million dollars. Now, at initial glance, the contract was bad. I I'm yeah. with you, it wasn't it wasn't good. But and you know what? you you take it from there, and then then I'll say why it wasn't that bad.
1: don't know if i'm gonna take off but um yeah as you said the uh the deal is it's uh it's it's a four years 160 million but it is more team friendly than it looks um it seems like it's essentially a um a two-year deal and if they cut him after that it would not be as bad of a penalty um but here's here's the thing uh daniel jones is simply not good at uh quarterback um they have he's he's just not um he had a decent year last year um albeit with the second worst depth of target in the NFL. the, res- the uh, Giants fans will point to the fact that the receivers were not good. I would say while well, they certainly were not great, they were uh, I think it's an underrated group. um, I think Slayton can create a lot of separation. Uh, Hodgins kind of came on at the end of the year. Richie James not a bad player by any stretch. um i just I just think it's it's a commitment to mediocrity. um he's a, he's at the best the middle of the road quarterback and uh paying him this kind of money sets them up. To not improve an already not great roster, and um, I just think this is a bad move for the Giants. Your thoughts?
0: You know that was a reasonable, rational, not not bad, uh, not bad take from you there. I I, I thought you were going to get a lot more scorched earth on the Giants.
1: Like, that sounds like it's not expected from me.
0: I know it, it 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 wasn't. Uh, I it, it wasn't. I I, I think you're. Not wrong that Daniel Jones's peak is middle of the road quarterback. Although at times he did play like a top ten quarterback this season, that's not deniable. Uh, if you want to argue, if you want to argue that, you can argue with a wall because he he played with he played like a top ten quarterback
1: at times this season. Like a fringe top ten quarterback in a in a year where quarterback as a whole was very down.
0: That's fine, but he was also in the worst offense weapons wise in football. Right there with the Patriots and the right. I I.
1: Agree. I, I those receivers are underrated Isaiah Isaiah Hodgins balled out uh you look at the tape he played very well second half I
0: understand but he was the best receiver on the team like Isaiah Hodgins
1: he was a a productive receiver
0: anyway anyway don't make me argue super for this Daniel Jones contract because I'm not super for it but like you said at first glance, it is worse than it is. So Daniel Jones, if he was released, so in 2023, so next year, he's only a 19 million dollar cap hit. Obviously, that's you know the final I year.
1: It's the next year, though. Yeah.
0: The, then in 2024 he's a, uh, he's like a 45 million dollar cap hit. If he's released before 2025, so really just one year of paying him a lot. Giants save 21 million dollars with an 18.5 million dollar cap hit. Uh, that number goes up in 2026, uh, and, and it kind of just increases from there. But basically, it, it, you know, getting away from the num super numbers of it. Uh, essentially it gives the giants an opportunity to keep finding out what they have with Daniel Jones. And, you know, if he doesn't get better cause he does need to continue to get better uh, as hopefully the team around him improves and, and, you know, Brian Dable gets even better as a coach. So, but if he proves hey, well, I mean,
1: you give a Daniel Jones, 40 million a year. Like what, what room does that leave you?
0: Uh, uh, yeah. like, it, 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 it handicaps you a little bit and well that what it the, so they franchise tagged saquon they gave him the non-exclusive tag i'm intrigued by daniel jones's season this year and, and like intrigued enough to give him 40 million dollars a year maybe not uh but you know it, again he's a 19 million dollar cap hit this year you've, you've committed and locked yourself in to at least one big money year of Daniel Jones, and if if he's not worth the big money, you can move on from him after that.
1: We'll see. Who wasn't, wasn't worth the big money this year?
0: 15, I that, that's I, I I actually disagree with you there. Uh, I think I think if they have any middle of the road quarterback this year, they don't make the playoffs. Uh, I think his his running was a huge part of the offense this season. By middle of the road, middle of the road, middle middle of the road meaning like Tyrod Taylor, uh, or or. Well, least, uh, I, I guess Tyrod Taylor's not really a fair comparison, but how
1: I don't. How about, how about Jimmy Garoppolo?
0: I don't think they make the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Absolutely not.
1: I just disagree. I think the running was. You're you're right that the running was a huge part of their offense, but I mean, I, I think I think Garoppolo is better pass than Daniel Jones. I think. Uh, I think while they're both somewhat limited, I think Jimmy's more consistent.
0: Again, um, I think they draft a the guy this year, say like a Hendon Hooker, uh, and and we'll see what happens. That would be something. Uh, so again, like that, you leave yourself the flexibility to move on after one unfortunate financial Daniel Jones year, uh, and then see what happens from there. But that's a nice segue because Jimmy Garoppolo did, in fact, sign today with the Las Vegas Raiders. Three years, sixty-seven million dollars, thirty-four of it guaranteed, and honestly, it's a hell of a bargain for the Ra- for the Raiders.
1: Yeah, um, that's I would say one of the uh, only pros out of this deal is that it is a uh, good value deal. Um, I would say on the, for the cons, I would say it's a, it's definitely a downgrade. I don't know if def, I I certainly think it is, um, going from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Garoppolo's cap hits are, uh, the first year it's not bad. It's only 16 million. Um, but then it balloons to 28 million over the next two years, um, in terms of his cap hit, which is, uh, not a great look. I, I, you've got to think they must've, uh, swung for at Brady, right. And, and missed. Like I, I don't, I don't see the rationale. I mean,
0: I, I think Brady wasn't a realistic option for anyone.
1: All right. Well, if not Brady, they must've swung for somebody. And, uh, Maybe they thought Lamar was just asking for too much money, and um, well,
0: I, I don't know why Rodgers wasn't more of a thing for them. I
1: agree. I, I completely agree. That
0: never I mean, besides fans saying it, that never really was like into that
1: at a golf event, yeah, there really wasn't. Um,
0: I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I actually like it uh, in terms of. Yeah. I I I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I think Garoppolo is yeah, he's fine. I think you can get the same level of production. Uh, from Jimmy Garoppolo, that you got from Derek Carr this year. Okay. And,
1: you don't think it's, do you think it's an upgrade or?
0: No, I don't think it's an upgrade I necessarily. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo can run Josh McDaniels' offense better than Derek Carr can run Josh McDaniels' offense. Does that mean he's more talented? No, not necessarily. Uh, but that uh, it means he's as good or better of a quarterback for Las Vegas. So I, I I'm, again, and I hate to keep harping on this, uh, not that I have on this show. Garrett Stidham came in and balled for that for that Raiders team, a guy who was familiar with the Josh McDaniels offense. Whether that you doesn't want to mean it, anything, that doesn't. That how doesn't. does that not
1: mean anything? Him playing well, like one game against a middle of the road defense. The end. Of the it was also against the Chiefs. I,
0: <sighs> he played better against the 49ers than he did against the Chiefs, but uh, like he had he had a phenomenal game against the 49ers. and a game that like wasn't meaningless. It wasn't the last game of the I season. Was,
1: I, I, it, it was one game. I, and sure, he played well. I, I but I, I, don't, I don't see how that has an impact on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't, I really don't see how it has an impact on cars. Too small of a sample size to be like this guy's better than Derek Carr. You,
0: you might want, you might Garoppolo. not want to hear that. Well, you might not want to hear this reality. And you're, this is going to hurt to hear. Josh McDaniels runs a complicated offensive system that requires experience in the system. Jimmy Garoppolo knows the system and can run it efficiently and effectively.
1: So that's Josh McDaniel is going to run, is just going to run this team into the ground, just like Denver. (laughs) He
0: wasn't ready to be a head coach in Denver.
1: All right. Sure. sure Now is.
0: Admittedly, he wasn't ready to be a head coach in Denver. This all being said. I don't think Garoppolo is the spectacular quarterback. Like when, when it came down to it before the, before the 2020 draft, it was like the writing was on the wall for the Patriots. It was like draft Mac Jones or get Jimmy Garoppolo back. I said, give me Mac Jones. I don't want
1: Garoppolo back.
0: Like I know what I'm going to get out of Garoppolo. Like, you know what you're going to get out of Garoppolo. Uh, and, and what you're going to get is fine. Uh, whereas Derek Carr was not fine this year. Derek Carr was bad this year. Uh, and that's not, that's not something you can even disagree with. Derek Carr was bad.
1: He wasn't that bad. He was bad. He was bad. He was bad.
0: And, and so, like so,
1: Derek Carr has been good. I don't think we've even seen that from Garoppolo. Garoppolo's best is, I mean, they got to a Super Bowl, but how much was that of him versus?
0: I, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to argue that Garoppolo carried them to a Super Bowl or anything like that. But I think Garoppolo is is capable of running a system where he's not, where he's not. The guy he's not being relied on to make plays himself. I Garoppolo can put it in Devontae Adams' hands
1: at least. Okay. I mean, Derek Carr can do that too. I, I, I really, all he, uh, clearly, he couldn't. Josh McDaniel's decision is not, um, he's not the all uh, knowing eye, you know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust his opinion as much. Well. Derek Carr's been there and giving you productive seasons for nine years now. I, I think, I think letting him walk and getting Jimmy Garoppolo is a downgrade. And even if it is like a lateral, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see the rationale there.
0: All right. You know, a little peek behind the scenes. Our, zo- our Zoom recording uh ran out of time. So we'll, we'll, we'll cut the Jimmy G fodder there. I think, I think it was plenty, but We'll hit on a couple more headlines before we wrap up on this one. Like I said, we're going to try to keep the episodes a little shorter form. You know, there's one or two people that, that love the long form, throw it deep, but you know, for, uh, we're trying to get more people to listen. So, uh, we'll we'll try to keep episodes a little bit shorter, but anyway, uh, something that literally just happened. I have to mention it. Local mobile Davidson high school product, Jimmy ward signs a one-year deal with the Texans. Uh, you had another headline, didn't you?
1: Oh yes, uh, Jameis Winston uh, re-ups with the Saints uh, this time as a backup, uh, one year, eight million.
0: And that's that's good for Jameis. Like that that, that that's what Jameis needs needs to be. I, mean, I don't want to spend minutes talking about Winston. But that's probably where he needs to be uh, in a backup role and in a low pressure situation. I mean, he's pretty well liked, I think, among New Orleans fans. Obviously, it didn't work out with him. In the him
1: locker room at- as well. The,
0: uh, well, if you're Jameis let's face the reality of if you're Jameis you're not competing for a starting job pretty much anywhere in the NFL right now so why not just stay in New Orleans back up Derek Carr maybe you get in I assume Andy Dalton's time in New Orleans is now coming to an end which you know
1: ah, man don't find another spot he had, a, he had a decent year
0: Andy Dalton Saints era man I just that that burns me up man that's that's i hate to see it end it was it was great stuff it was legendary but
1: <laughs> sorry saints no, i'm fans. sarcastic
0: i was sorry saints fans uh anyway. yeah. uh la- last couple headlines we'll hit on uh we'll get to jalen ramsey in a second i do have to address patriots legend team captain for like a decade devin McCordy, safety for the patriots does ultimately announce his retirement. I'll let I'll, I'll I'll let you say whatever you're gonna say. But Devin McCourty, man, I, he's been a team leader for a really long time. He's a part of obviously three Super Bowl teams. Uh, part of four Super Bowl appearances. Just uh, the ultimate team guy, man. Uh, uh I'll be sad to see him go. It, it is tough. I, I honestly, he he still produced even this year. He he had a decent year I, I think he could have come back next year and, and been fine he, it's not like uh he, he's become unplayable with age or anything like that he's still been a productive player the entire time he's been on the field the ultimate iron man the guy just doesn't miss football games he's on the field all the time he's very 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 rarely injured Uh, And so, you know, it it sucks to see him go. I I think a lot of people in 2010 when he was drafted in the first round out of Rutgers uh, were upset with the pick. Not a lot of people, (laughs) myself included, 10 year old Michael was not happy to see Devin McCourty uh, cornerback at the time out of Rutgers selected and he was good his rookie year. Uh, good-ish as a court. He was pretty good. And then second year, he really started to struggle. And I, you know, I, I have vivid memories uh, in watching games of my aunts and uncles. house, being like, Oh man, like McCordy's getting cooked every week. Obviously, uh, you know, he eventually moved to safety and, and he became a team legend. He's one of the best Patriots of all time. Uh, he probably has a case to be an NFL hall of famer. He wouldn't be a first ballot guy, but certainly has a case. I see you laughing over there, but I promise you, he will be. a <laughs> He will be on the ballot for NFL. No, Hall
1: that's that's not. I, I was not. He, he could be a Hall of Famer. I was you like know, it or not.
0: I'm just, I like, you know, no, I, see I, you I like,
1: I'm happy for Devin McCordy. Um that's nothing against that. Um, I also yeah. did, uh, I did want to say that he, uh, he was on, he, he's been doing some guest appearances on NFL Network. Um, yeah. and he's been, he's been very good on TV. He's
0: I, good. I, He's good. him and Jason both are uh, are really good. I mean honestly probably the best Devin McCourty moment of uh, his entire Patriots career was him winning a Super Bowl with his brother Jason in 2018 beating the Rams and what was a defensive masterclass by that defense and Bill Belichick. So uh just oh, awesome to see. Uh good for good for Devin and uh wish him nothing but the best. As for the uh rest of the Patriots free agency moves it's been uh nothing. Uh we're rumored to be in on Philip Dorset so get excited about that pats fans uh the the second coming of philip dorsett i am going to uh jump off a bridge uh but <laughs> anyway uh yeah nothing nothing major to report johnny smith was traded today for a seventh round pick which he was going to be released uh, And we found a team to take on his salary so you know what we don't take the dead cap uh so i again i know i got clowned in the group chat today when johnny smith was traded for a seventh round pick but it was honestly a a good headline to read uh from a patriot's perspective but other than that unless you have any patriots thoughts we can move on to jalen ramsey
1: sure um so a lot of people were surprised about um, the uh, value for this. It was um, it was a third round. The, uh, he was traded to the Dolphins for a, uh, a third round pick and um, a backup tight end. I, I forget his name. Doesn't matter. He's only got one catch on the uh, career, but maybe they see something in him. Um, but I, I this is this is like a I mean this is a twenty eight year old cornerback. Uh, um, I just like thinking about a cornerback's position that typically does not age well um I know Ramsey did have a he didn't have a great year last year um but he had he had been uh top of the line before that um all pro um multiple time I believe um but I do think he could have a uh, bounce back year in uh big fan juice he kind of he struggled in man uh last year um a lot of clips on uh online of him getting uh, like burned people love to uh show those but um he was, he was a lot better. he was still i would say one of the top corners in zone um and i think in Vic Fangio's scheme in uh Miami that could uh do him wonders um maybe prolong his career a few more years but um yeah i don't i don't know if you have any thoughts on that but
0: yeah i i uh... It's stung, uh, from a from a Patriots perspective, to see another team, another team in the division, land him for just a third round pick. Right. Uh, obviously, Jalen Ramsey of today is not Jalen Ramsey of even three years ago, and yes, he makes a lot of money. But like yeah. again, it, uh, you know, I would have really, I, I think it would have been similar to signing Revis uh, or, or something like that. You just, I, I think Jalen Ramsey is still a, a really productive cornerback and is still, you know, probably one of the 15 or so best corners in the league. I don't think that's crazy to say at all. Uh so I this
1: is huge for the Dolphins. Um but I don't know, he's not bad. I don't know. You think f- top 15 is a stretch? The rookie class coming in got some good corners. Yeah, that's that's a stretch.
0: Uh, yeah be that as it may worth a third round pick to me, uh, a million times out of a million. Uh, obviously the salary cap is, is a different discussion, but yeah.
1: he's a, uh, I think he's a $17 million hit this year, 18 the year after, and then 19 and a half that, uh, 2025 season. yeah
0: but you're always able to move on from like I, I i highly doubt jalen ramsey will be a dolphin for the next
1: three years but
0: no well, maybe i'm wrong
1: on that i i don't know I, again you know and if he's not I mean, that's a big cap hit you know common
0: theme of this show is that i don't understand the salary cap and no one else uh besides nfl gm's right. does. I'm sure it's not really that bad, uh, but Jalen Ramsey is a quality player that goes to the Dolphins, and like you said, in the Vic Fangio system, should uh, should have a good year. Jesse Bates, safety for the Bengals, signed a big deal in Atlanta today.
1: A good player. He,
0: he's a real he's a really good player. He he's been a critical piece of that Bengals defense uh, that's gotten them obviously on the cusp of two Super Bowl appearances for 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 a few years now uh obviously i think it was like four for 64 or something like that he cashed in as he as he should i mean he deserves it tremaine edmonds signs a big deal with the bears uh so yeah i mean guys are cashing in it's it's about that time of year
1: yeah um i would say it's a little bit of an overpay on uh tremaine edmonds but um i mean he's a good player um I don't know. I
0: just like to see Buffalo getting a little bit weaker, so we'll uh, we'll keep it we'll keep it on. Yeah,
1: we're expected to lose him, and um, I I believe Poyer hasn't signed yet. But uh, by all indications, he'll be uh, he won't he'll be wearing a different uniform. I'm gonna have some
0: really heinous thoughts on the Bills when we come around to like AFC East. (laughs) Like the adoption in the off season. So Uh, anyway anyway uh well we we can wrap it up there uh so this has been episode two of the resurgence of the Throw It deep podcast uh we'll we'll talk to you guys again next week i would assume aaron Rodgers is going to either have a team or have a uh retirement home by then there will be more free agency moves to discuss we'll get into draft stuff it's gonna we got a lot of exciting stuff coming so thank you guys for listening if you have tuned in and tune in again next week
1: thanks again guys